0: Show me the money. Welcome to another podcast here of It's All in the Numbers. And today we're going to talk all about money and how money is pretty important, not only in just wheeling and dealing in the economics of life, but in helping students understand math even better helping them to learn to count and grow. And it's a great way to get kids to learn about being, you know, understanding money a little bit deeper and, and learning and growing in the, in their understanding of of how much things really cost and looking at taxes and discounts and various things like that. Those are all the things we're going to look at today. We're going to look at the value in, in helping kids count money and adding things up and making change and doing all that, that kind of stuff. I'm sure many of you, you know, what's really difficult in this day and age. We're becoming a cashless society. Remember when I was a kid... It was all about getting that allowance, that money in your little hand, and then running to the store, the local store, and just finding out, you know, hey, what can I buy for this? And, and, and getting getting stuff, candy, whether it, whatever it was. I know for me it was always buying baseball cards, and I always knew... It was like a nickel or a dime, a pack of baseball cards. And if I got a quarter and if they were a nickel a pack, I could get five packs of baseball cards. So I knew that. And that was always, nowadays you go there and kids don't have any idea about the cost of things. I know, for example, they, they will have no clue that there's tax added on. So, for example, if you give your child five dollars and they go to the store, they'll find something for five dollars and they'll want to buy that. They don't realize that that item may have tax added on to it. And who's paying for that tax? Well, you are, because they did not take that into consideration. That's usually the way it was. And that's usually the way it is. I mean, that's the way I did with my kids. If they found something for $4.99 and there was, you know, a 7% tax on that, yeah, I'd, I would pay that extra, you know, what, 35 cents it was. Um, anyway, there's so much value in being able to count that change and being able to handle that money intrinsic value in, in being able to do that and and in this day and age in cashless, in a cashless society, I think we're losing a lot of that we're, and we're seeing a lot of kids growing up without any knowledge of how much each of the coins are worth and how much things are worth. So it's pretty important to be able to count out and be able to make that change. So I really suggest that you have a piggy bank full of change at your house, use that on a regular basis to get kids to count things, to count out money, to make change. Remember the other fun thing we used to do as a kid was to have a lemonade stand. And you'd always collect cash that way and and be able to make a little money and, and it talks to the value of being able to make change. And doing that nowadays, you 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 don't even need to make you don't even have to have people be able to make change because they put into the register how much they're getting, and they and the register tells them here's how much you have to give them back. They still have to count them out, but they will have to give that back. How many of you have ever gone to the store and let's say let's say your um, your purchase is is, say, 4 27 So what you give them is, you give them a five, but then you give them also a quarter and two pennies. And they go, well, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, what am I doing with this extra change? Can't you just give me the five and I'll give you the change back? But you just want a dollar back is what you're looking for. So... Oftentimes they get really flustered if you give them that, that extra penny to make sure you're only getting silver back or you're or you're only getting bills back instead of extra pennies and things like that. So, but this is, I think this is very important that we teach our kids the importance of being able to count that money out and being able to add that up and be able to make some change. We're going to talk about all of that stuff here in this episode. And I'd like to really hear from you guys. So, after this episode, if you want, you can send me off an email. Send it to Blaine, B-L-A-I-N-E at Mathnasium, M-A-T-H-N-A-S-I-U-M dot com. And what we'll do is send me Maybe ways that you help your kids to understand the value of money and being able to count money. Things that maybe you do at home. Let me know if you do those kind of things and and what you do to help them understand that. And if you give them an allowance, do you give it to them in actual money or do you give that to them on like a debit card that they'll be able to go take that debit card and use that at a store. Um, so let, let's first break down our common coins that we, that we see. So first of all, the smallest denomination of value is the penny, and that's worth one cent. Of course, 100 of those are going to make a dollar. Then you've got a nickel, which is five cents. Now, there's 20 nickels in a dollar. So these are, th- these are things that kids should know. You should be able to teach them how many nickels it takes to make a dollar, how many pennies it takes to make a dollar, how many dimes it takes to make a dollar. A dime is 10 cents, so that's going to take 10 of those to make a dollar. And then a quarter is 25 cents. Now, the neat thing about a quarter is you can take, you're really introducing kids to fractions because you think about that, you think a quarter is 25 cents. Well it takes four of those to make a dollar, Well, a quarter of one is one fourth, and it takes four of those to make a whole. So the the quarter is appropriately named, and it takes, and, and so you're really introducing the kids to fractions here as well, and they're worth 25 cents of course. Now one that you don't see too often is the half dollar that's worth 50 cents and again here's some more fraction value where that's a half a dollar so a half of a hundred is 50 so if you if you get the kids thinking in that mode they should be able to take their and and go from a dollar and be able to figure each and every one of these out and then be able to make change so one of the things you like to do is give the change and then tell the kids why don't you make change that equals 41 cents. So see how they could do that. There are multiple ways you could do it. You could do a quarter, a dime, a nickel, and a penny. Or you could do four dimes and a penny. You could do eight nickels and a penny. You could do 41 pennies if you add that. But it's a great way to get them thinking of multiple ways to make that change as well. Get them counting. The other other value there is in this is, if you think about it, if I gave a student, say, three dimes, two nickels, three pennies, And I said, how much money do you have? And we mixed those up, and I said, how much money do you have? The idea is to get them counting in those groups. So if you have two dimes, I said three dimes, I believe, 10, 20, 30, and then two nickels, which would be 35, 40, and then three pennies would be 41, 42, 43. So it gets them counting so they would have 43 cents with that. So get them doing those types of things as well. Where they're thinking about how to utilize that money and and count. And they can count by fives, tens, twenty-fives, fifties if you have those half dollars. And it hopefully will get them to avoid counting by ones. Unless they have the pennies. Then you have to count by ones. And then, you know, get them to start making change with, uh, uh, start getting change. Let's say you you tell them, well, let's say I buy something for $2. Or I buy something for $1.43 and I give the person $2. How much am I going to get back for that? And they have to figure that out. And so there's a number of ways you can figure that out. You can start at 43 go, how far is it from 43 to 50? That'd be 7 cents. Then how far from 50? Basically, 150 to $2 would be another 50. So 57 cents is how much you'd be getting back. You can actually do that with the physical money and get them just really immersing themselves in the physical change Because eventually then what's going to happen is they're going to be able to conceptualize that without having the change in front of them because they will have played with the the money for so long and been able to do that. Once they get a real good feel for those, you know, how much the value of those are worth, you know, you can start introducing them to the bills as well. You've got the, the $1 bill. You even have dollar coins. It's fun to maybe get some dollar coins and and talk about that. But you've got the dollar bill, you've got the $2 bill. It's fun to show them one of those cuz those are pretty rare as well. So you don't see too many of those around, but it's fun to get a $2 bill and show them and then, you know, talk about the 5, the 10, the 20 and the 50. You know, we don't see too many things, you know, 50s and 100s. Very often, you can get those. <clears throat> Oftentimes, banks will just give you all their money in 20s. Um, I remember as a kid when, when we took a field trip to to downtown Minneapolis and visited a bank, and, and they showed us an actual $1,000 bill. I really don't think they make $1,000 bills anymore, only because... you you wouldn't have to steal too many to have a lot of money. So I think they make a lot of it in smaller bills to make it harder to, you know, steal a lot of money that way. So, you know, I think they used to make $500 bills and $1,000 bills, but they don't do those anymore. Or if they do, they're very, very rare. But get the kids, you know, talking about that kind of stuff. You know, if you went to things like field trips and and did those kind of things, talk, talk about that. Then start getting into talking about things like taxes, the cost of things, as well as the cost or interest that you make in saving items. And the percentages that they give you in a savings account compared to say a certificate of deposit. Or even if you invest in the stock market, the percentages you're going to gain there are much greater than what you're going to gain in the, um, you know, in, in just a regular savings account. But get them start to talk about the awareness and make, being aware of the cost of items as well as t- the taxes and discounts. For example if you have a if you have your child you go in and, and let's say they have $10 to spend you've given them $10 to spend well they find something that is 15% off but there's also a 7% tax on that item how much ultimately is that item going to cost them so they would have to say, well, let's say they find this and it's fifteen percent off, but but the item is thirteen dollars. So get them thinking through that. So what's thirteen? What's fifteen percent of thirteen? Well, ten percent is dollar thirty, and five percent of that is sixty-five cents. So right there, you you've got a dollar ninety-five. Take that off of thirteen. That $10 is not gonna make it. You're gonna be showing. And that doesn't even include the 7% tax you'd be adding on to it. So it gets the kids aware of, aware of those types of those types of things. And you can start to go, well, you know, start teaching the kids the value of that and, and saying, well, look at if you save a little bit more, you'll be able to afford those items. Or if you put this money into a savings, you will be able to um, gain more money through interest and have more money later on to be able to buy that item that you need. And maybe if they wait, they just won't even want that item. They'll find something else that they might want. It helps them to, to be disciplined as well. So you can start to talk to them about that awareness, those costs, those taxes, the discounts. So my real message today here is really talking about getting the kids to talk about money and get getting them to play with the money. Get actual coins. I mean, we have that here, um, here at Mathnasium where I work at the Mathnasium of Blaine as well as the Mathnasium of Andover we actually have like a coin box that's got dimes, nickels, pennies, quarters. We even have dollar coins. We have a 50 cent piece. We have a, a couple of bills, dollar and a and a 2 dollar bill. And we when the kids are on pages where they're doing money, making change or learning the value of all of the coins, we actually pull that out and get them to play with the money and recognize what they look like what they look like on the front and the back and get them to be able to recognize those types of things so they know get them to get as much exposure to that money and then start expanding that knowledge into things like costs of items taxes discounts and then also into interest and 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 even in this day and age, you you can know, start talking about inflation and that percentage of inflation and, and how prices go up, and then you can even get into the talk about salaries and reasonable salaries for for whatever the job is. You know whether you're flipping burgers, should you be making hundred thousand dollars if you're flipping a burger at at, at McDonald's, or should you be You know, or should that be an entry level job for high school students just making money that they need? I know when I was in in high school and I I didn't make much, I was uh, it was pretty low pay, but that was quite a while back. Well, I used that money to put gas in my car, to put food in my stomach at fast food restaurants, and to maybe go to a movie or to go watch a game or do something so it was mostly entertainment eating and gas in the vehicle to get around. so that's really you can start talking about those types of things as, as well and, and getting them to think well if you're gonna to want to do these types of things it's gonna cost money and here's how much those types of things are going to cost and then you can talk about that inflation and saying well in 20 years What you want now might be even more. Now, it depends on what it is. You know, we've seen prices go down. Or prices stabilize depending on what it is. Because if it's a new item, if you recall when, like, the VHS or the beta came out, it was, those were very expensive. Then all of a sudden they became mass produced and you get a lot. So it ends up talking about supply and demand and getting into economics. But they're never going to learn all of that unless you start getting them the basics of money. So that's it for today. I'd love to hear your input on my podcasts. Feel free to leave me messages, um, email me. And if you're interested in Finding out more about how we teach these kind of things at Mathnasium? Feel free to check us out, look us up online, check us out, bring your student in for a free trial. We'll love to work with them and meet you and them and talk a little bit about money, and and do all of that kind of stuff. So remember, send me your thoughts, ideas through an email, blaine@mathnasium.com. And I'll gladly respond and and let you know and love to love to hear from you. Thank you very much.